What's going on, Charles Botenston? Welcome to the first real podcast. Well, actually, that's not correct because I actually uh, shot a podcast, and by shot, I mean recorded a podcast last week. And like anything in life, you learn and you just get better and you grow. And essentially, uh, I shot it last week or I recorded it last week, and there's something on the app. I, I don't even know what the name of this app is that's uh, recording it. However, it there's something called silence detection. So anytime there's silence, it stops recording. And then when it hears a voice or noise or music or whatever, it will start recording again. So I did this ridiculous podcast. I was incredibly just enthusiastic. I was dropping, as Ty Lopez would say, dropping knowledge. And I looked at it and it said four minutes, 30 seconds. And I'm like, what the heck? went back looked at it and it literally was just jump cuts of my voice and it didn't make any sense because the voice detection it's good but it's not really good and anyway long story short it's kind of one of those things that something will come in your life and you'll just say i wish this happened i wish it was really nice out for my race i i really wish i got an a instead of an a minus or I really wish this pretty girl was available and she wasn't dating someone or that this guy would say yes or ask me out or whatever. You wish that you have an outcome. And this is the thing. All right. So this is really where if, if you want to talk about unhappiness and whatnot, unhappiness is a that where you have an expectation that is not being met. You have an expectation that your body should be a certain way, your relationship, your health, or whatever should be a certain way, and it's not. And that gap between where it is and where you expect it to be is the unhappiness. You know, so say you weigh 200 pounds, you know, or 150 or 100, whatever, insert your weight, and you want to actually weigh less. So that's the gap is I weigh one or I want to weigh 190, but I weigh 200. And that gap, if it is really, really large, you are deeply, deeply unhappy. So in other words, if you're 20 pounds overweight, you're unhappy. If you're 40 pounds overweight, you are really unhappy. So the expectation of where you think things should be, it's really just closing that gap. And ironically enough, this is, if you want to really go deep on this, is that Eleanor Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt's wife, I think it was Teddy, TR, the guy, uh, was it, carry a big stick, something, something along those lines. And she said something really interesting, and it was a quote that, that stuck by me. It was in The Daily Reader, and um, the link, uh, The Daily Reader, just look it up. And one of the biggest things with what she said was, it was a quote, it was a, it was a long quote, and I'll obviously paraphrase it, but essentially what she said was, you go through life expecting to get to a destination, whatever that destination is to you. Once I get this, I will be happy. Once I arrive at this destination of marriage or children or starting a job or whatever, insert your goal, I'll be happy. And then you go through life and you look back once you arrive at that destination and you notice that it wasn't about the destination. It was who you were becoming. It was actually looking out the window on this train of life 
and admiring all the stations along the way, all the stops along the way. And though I completely butchered that quote, it's so true, is that you have the destination of getting to a, I don't know, 180 pounds or even less. And once you get there, you notice that you wanna be say 175 or 170. In other words, it wasn't about the getting there wasn't about the outcome which is insane like why would why would someone tell me it's not about the money or the body or the relationship or something ironically enough is that the fun and i'll bring up a a scientific study right after this the fun as hard as it is sometimes is knowing you are going to the gym when other people are sleeping is when you're making sales calls when you know everyone else is browsing through Facebook. When you're studying and everyone else is just, you know, shitting around doing nothing, you know, holding, you know, their iPhone and and making plans for the night or they're waking up hungover. And this is the study. I, I heard this this morning. This is very interesting, very interesting. So Angela Lee Duckworth, if you haven't heard of her, she is the author of Grit. And highly recommended. She's on YouTube and everything else, like everything else. Uh, don't buy her book. Don't spend money. Watch her stuff for free. Uh, you, I could go off on that, and I will in a second. So what she said was extremely interesting is that they did this study on rats. And the rats, when they made it through, so they gave cheese to the rats. And the same amount of cheese was behind a maze that they had to get to. And the maze wasn't that challenging, but you know, blah, blah, blah. They get to the end of the maze and then there was the cheese. And it was the same amount of cheese as if they stuck it right next to the rats that didn't have to do anything. They just put it right in front of them. And the other one, they had to work for it by going through this maze. And then they stuck the cheese at the end as a reward. This is the interesting part is that the rats with that needed to work for the cheese actually consumed more cheese and were happy. And the, the cheese that was just given to them, that was just sitting there, the rats would like eat it, but because they didn't need to work for it, they didn't consume as much. They didn't, they, they, were, they didn't see a need to reward themselves. They actually did this with students as well, where they said, I forgot the the whole gist behind it, but they either gave the kids the answers or here are the questions. And then the other, they said, out of these 50 questions, you're going to have to, you're going to have to know, uh, 10 of them is going to be on the test out of these 50. So they had to study harder, 50 questions, as opposed to the kids that had to study just 10. And they knew, they knew what the questions were going to be. And they measured the results. And it was almost even, but the kids that scored on the 50 were happier because this is the biggest thing is that we as humans, we need to work. Like we, I I put out a video yesterday that we as humans create, we create, we are creators. Like I don't care what gender, what anything you are. You are a creator, a man, you built houses, you hunted women, you created 
children, and I'm talking thousands of years ago. I'm not talking about recent. I'm talking about thousands of years ago. Is that we literally just, we made things, baskets, housing, clothes, food, hunting, war. You know, it was, it was just collaboration. It was like we could not have survived. We could not have been a pinnacle if it wasn't for the creation. Oh, I'm just so excited. All right, so essentially the podcast moving forward it's just going to be ideas that I didn't make YouTube videos about or I blogged about so um, I made a video yesterday I'll just uh, sum it up on this podcast which is that I pretty much already said it is we're all creators blah 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 but really the biggest part about the creation is that we feel that we need to protect our ideas and uh, listen I'm guilty as well is that I'm like I don't want to give away my best ideas and whatnot this is the funny thing is there, so I'm, I own a real estate company in New York. I've been in real estate since 2009, beginning of 2009, which actually makes a difference because that was the middle of the recession. And actually, were, yeah, it was the middle of the recession. So I've learned only from other agents in New York City. And I've noticed that there's agents that give away their best ideas and there's agents that don't. And the agents that don't, you kind of don't like have a kingship with because they don't give away their best ideas. They just... That someone will say, okay, so there'll be a conference and there'll be a panel of three or four agents. And the ones that hold back the information, you have this like, this weird disdain for because they're holding it back, understandably. But the agents that just give with, you know, they're like, this is what I lead, this is how I lead gen, this is how I find the, the leads, this is how often I do it, this is the time, this is what I say, and they just give everything away is you not only do you develop a kingship, but there's a confidence behind them because they notice that you can, just like I said with the cheese, just to wrap this all up like a nice little bow, is you can give the cheese to the rats. You can give all of the information to the people. This is the best way to put it is, there's no shortage of how to work out and what to eat. There is no shortage. And it's, if, if you asked 100% of the population, what do you need to do to get in shape? 100% of the population would say, move and eat correctly. It's simple. Just don't sit down longer than you stand up and eat food, real food, things that are grown, not things that are processed or manufactured. Just it's not that like and then you can dial it even deeper it's like go work out uh have a regimen when you eat have a diet eat more greens and blah 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 but the core basics everyone knows there's no shortage of information and it's the same thing with these agents these agents they know that they're going to give all this information it's about doing it they don't like to do it agents don't like to do it just like people that like we take the least we, we take the road that is most traveled and we want it to be short and easy and with no failure and no rejection and life is not like that. Life is certainly not like that with the internet because everyone is on the internet. Back in the day, there's only a select person that would be making your iron, select person that was a locksmith, a select person that was producing the town newspaper and I already said it right there is that it was not based on 
global competition. It was based on your town. If you were the best locksmith for the town, you're probably the only locksmith for the town. If you were the best person that trained horses, you that's all you did, okay? This is the thing. In your in in mentality, and I don't want to sit here on a high horse and preach because I'm a student. I'll I'll never be like, yeah, I'll I'll just regurgitate things that I've learned, but I'm never going to be like the teacher where I stop learning and I'm the ultimate person to listen to. All right, like maybe like a couple of times I'll be thinking about it. I'll be like, oh, I don't think there's anyone better. But it, that's not a consistent thought. That's, I feel, confidence or at least self-assurance that you're, you're one of the better people. But going back to it is that with the global competition, two things happen. Number one is the best products, the best services rise to the top. And I was actually just thinking that, about that today. So why? You know, like... People are, you know, talk about Donald, and I'll just talk about this really quick about Donald Trump, and you know, obviously very d divisive person, and I'm not, I'm not talking politics, but I look at it, it's like, how did he win? You know, obviously, people will talk about, you know, the, you know, the quote unquote obvious reasons. He's racist. He's sexist. No, no, no. Look at his social media. Look at his social media. His social media, almost every day he posted, and he posted raw, honest things. And I'm thinking in my mind, and then I would go to Hillary Clinton's, and it was clearly contrived. It was clearly not from her heart. Like, Hillary Clinton should have beat the poop out of Donald Trump. Like, Donald Trump should have had no chance. She had everyone working for her and she just assumed she would win and then you look at this this guy who you know he's already controversial and he just posts raw things and you think about it it's like honesty in anything in your product in your service is gonna always win like look at look at the things he said and it's like women would look past it or a minority would look past it or whatever would look past it and it's like holy cow like it's amazing and i this is this is just something else is that when something happens look beyond the surface level okay it's a presidential election do you really think 50 percent of the population is racist and da 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 it's the same thing if your if your company fails do you really think it's because there's a recession or was it because you didn't spend correctly, you didn't innovate, you didn't make sales calls, you didn't go to trade shows and expos, you didn't you didn't have a, a thriving social media presence? It's like stop looking at the surface level bullshit, okay? That's what really bothers me when you know when a a problem arises at my company. It's like don't look at the surface level thing. It's like what are they going through? Is that buyer Real like, are they just taking their frustration out on us because they need to, you know, they're they're they need to buy, but they're they're in a lease and they're also planning a wedding and they're having a child. It's or they're going, they they just lost their job. It's like, look at the surface level thing is that they yelled at you. It's like, look deeper and then deeper and then deeper and deeper. Ask questions. Why did this happen? 
how did this happen? And then say, okay, great, found that answer. And then look, look, look. Perfect example, just going back to the Trump thing, Trump thing, is, what's his name from Dilbert? I look at his videos. For almost a year, he was saying Trump is going to win. Trump is going to win because he took uh, influencing classes. Uh, his name, he, he put out a great book and uh, his name is escaping me, but he had to fail at everything and still win or something was the name of it. Something Scott Adams or Scott Adams. Is that his name? But what he was saying is the surface level things are what the media talks about, but that's logic emotions is what make people buy things all right so going back to the global trade which you know i know i'm all over the place but you know stay with me is you have the global trade and the global competition and you have to work to be the best and the reason being is that back in the day if you weren't the best locksmith you could potentially pick up shop and go to another town and they're like okay it's a new locksmith now all of those reviews that you have about your product and your service are on Amazon and people are vicious one way or the other. They either hate your product or they love your product. Yeah, there's some like neutral reviews, but overall, that's what Amazon delivers. That is the honesty, the rawness, the authenticity that people have grown to love, need and enjoy. And that's why the best products, the best books, the best services, the best people, the best pu public servant, uh, public speakers rise to the top because they're more authentic. There's more emotion. And the reason being is that people, because they're slammed with all this information, because there's so much on the internet, they don't know what to believe. So they have to go with reviews left by other people. You know? So you, going back to, you know, making this all full circle is that when someone says that they are, you know, that they, you know, f free versus paying for something. I've done this. I've given people things for free. Very expensive things like courses. Like, a, like I gave three of my agents $800 courses. They each, so it's $2,400 out of my pocket they got no value out of it. None. They came back and were like, okay, that was good. I was so pissed. It, you don't even know. But the thing was, this is the thing, is I, it wasn't, it wasn't really mad at them. It was mad at myself because I paid for it and they, they, they invested nothing into the process. It's like YouTube videos. People have this 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 overarching desire for free 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 videos free audio audiobooks free pdfs on the book and free 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 i understand there is a price when you pay for it and that's investment and that's the difference and that's why people get happy about the body when they go to the gym like i said making this full full on circle is that people when they invest in the gym by paying for it and going, there's two different things there. You could pay for it and say that I go to the gym, which you don't, or you pay for it and go, and you're invested in the process of your body, of your mind. So number one, you have to get a, you have to, number one is you have to get better every single day because 
I am, and I'm going to crush you if you don't. Okay? So that's number one is you have to get better every single day. What does that mean? You know, people say it without any logic behind it. Read 10 pages in a book. That's it. 10 pages. Put it down. Next day, 10 pages in a book. You have to get better. You're either growing or you're dying. You know, the, the book Compound Effect and The Slight Edge. They're the exact same thing, and they talk about pretty much the same thing, which is you're either growing and getting better, and you're compounding all of your knowledge, or you're dying, and you're getting worse. And your competition is growing, or it's dying. And in the real estate area, I just listened to a podcast, one of the best podcasts that I've heard uh, in a while, is if you are not putting out quality content consistently, you are dying. Quality content consistently, you are dying. And it sounds harsh, but that's the reality because, by the way, you're not the judge. Your clients are. Your customers are. The people that you sell your product or your service to, that, those are the judges. Those are the people leaving the reviews on iTunes. Those are the people that are buying and then telling their friends or not telling their friends. Those are the people that are going on Amazon and leaving a review. So you have to get better. Your product has to get better. Your service has to get better inch by inch, 1% every single day. So number one is get better every, every single day. Number two is understand the global economy. And here's the kicker, learn from it. Because I look at my competition, I look at the people doing that what I wanna do, and I say, great, good for them. Not only good for them, but what are they doing right? I just got off listening to a podcast you know, that's, that came out really bad. But I just stopped listening to a podcast or whatever, finished listening to a podcast from a quote-unquote competitor. But they were dropping so much knowledge that I was like, this is unreal. They've been in the business for 20 years, which I'm trying not to compare myself to them. However, I look up to them because they're 10 years older, maybe, maybe 12 years older. 12 years older, they're running very successful companies, they're branching out, they have a lot of MSIs, multiple streams of income, and you have to understand your competition and learn from your competition. Number three, and this is probably the most crucial thing, is when you put out a product or service, you have to put out that product and service, but then know that that product or service is gonna be obsolete within six to 12 months. Most people put it at, put out a book and they're like, okay, great. Well, what about updating the book? What about having a, when people start questioning that book, you start doing more research and you put out a second book. One of the best authors, I forgot his name, something green, I forgot his first name. Uh, he wrote Mastery, 48 Laws of Power, Art of Seduction, blah, blah, blah. I think Art of Seduction or Laws of Seduction or something like that. So. He put, he does so much research on a topic that he, by the time he's done, he hates it. <laughs> he actually said that in an interview. He hates it. He hates the subject because he did so much research and then he moves on. People are these one hit wonders, these musicians or whatever. Great. You put out one song, you know what? Next year, there's going to be another one that's way better than yours because people have read it. People have used it. People have heard it, whatever the case is, and they moved on. It's the law of diminishing returns. It's the law of time. In other words, when something really bad happens, it's just a matter of time before people start forgiving you, blah, blah, blah. 
Okay, so I'm gonna edit there, end it there. Um, I have no idea how long I've been talking. However, it, it you know, for me, wh why am I doing this? I'll just end it on this. Okay, great, 24 minutes. The reason that I'm doing this is because, and I kind of, I made a YouTube video on, um, on uh, da, 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 on why I do self-development or why I'm doing the, the YouTube videos that I have. You know, obviously go visit my YouTube channel, go subscribe there. I have way more than just one podcast a week. However, what I've noticed is that there's two things. One is selfish and the other one is, I guess, something that I wish I had. So number one, the reason that I, I'm doing this podcast is because I wish that I actually... I just noticed that this was not uh, hooked up to my earbuds. Oh, that's that stinks. Ah, whatever. All right. Um, so this is actually probably echoing, and it's on my iPhone. So hopefully it came out good. But the reason that I so sorry about the audio. <laughs> this should be in my my headphones, but it's not. All right. Going back to it, why do I do it? So number one is because when I say things out loud and it's not on video there's no fear of judgment on how i look and things like that i'm more in in they've done studies over this when you look up and to the left you're emotionally recording recall emotionally recalling things and then when you look up and to the right i think it's illogical i could have it backwards but either way when i'm looking up like i am up and to the left I'm piecing things together. So selfishly, the reason that I'm doing these podcasts is because I obviously feel that it's helping me piece together things that I've learned and just make better sense, not only of the world, but better sense of who I am as Gary Vaynerchuk. Obviously, self-awareness uh, self is what he calls it. The second reason is obviously giving back. I never had any of this. I didn't have the internet, I didn't have YouTube, I didn't have Facebook, I didn't have anything that you have available to you, to us, I should say, to us, I never had this. So I went 22 years of my life, uh, aimlessly going through school, absolutely hating it, not learning, not reading a single book, probably maybe one or two books for 22 years, my first 22 years on planet Earth. And... I wish I had the internet because then I would try all these different things out. I would, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe I don't wish because it, it kind of made me who I am. However, the selfish reason is obviously I piece things together so I'm more self-aware. And the giving back is obviously for you guys so you don't have to go through the thousands of pages and, and hundreds of hours and the tens of thousands of dollars that I spend every single year on self-development and self-improvement and books and seminars, audios and everything, literally everything. So have an awesome day. Subscribe to obviously iTunes, SoundCloud or YouTube, wherever you're listening to this. Uh, let me know what you guys want uh, to hear and any topics you want me to cover. This is pretty much where I would cover anything that is not, I guess, good enough for a uh, standalone YouTube video. I, I kind of want to uh, make my YouTube cl uh, content a lot better. In other words, make it just precise, right to the point, and the best that we can do. And the podcast is more of a free-flowing, piecing together ideas. And it's one of those things that when you're driving in your car, 
when you're cleaning your house, when you're studying, when you should be studying, <laughs> or whatever, you're going to be listening to the podcast because it's obviously a longer form of content. So have an awesome day. Let me know what you want to hear. Subscribe to the podcast. Talk to you guys soon. And uh, go out, crush it, and get 1% better every single day.